Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Live in New York City, it's Wednesday, December 6th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt, hey. Chris Traeger, and Jason McCourty. Somehow, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, we continue to talk about it, Peter. Mm-hmm. Peter, what's the vibe over down at Jets country? We'll talk about it in a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, all right, we're going to get to what the Jets and Aaron yeah, Rodgers Peter. had to say in just a little bit. But first, Ian Rappaport, good morning to you. Uh, latest that we need to keep an eye on before we start our day here from around the league this morning. Well, Jamie, let's start with the big injury from Monday night. All eyes on Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Now, of course, Doug Peterson went to his press conference yesterday and announced that it is just a high ankle sprain. Language was interesting. Just a high ankle sprain from Trevor Lawrence. So what does that mean? Teammate stepped on his foot. It torqued in a really violent way. The high ankle sprain essentially means that he has suffered an injury to the ligament that connects the tibia and fibula. And the way that the uh, fibula and the way that the, the foot turned, that explains why it went from a low ankle sprain to a high ankle sprain. Now, they have not ruled him out for Sunday's game against the Browns, and that is a good sign. However, from my understanding, it is a little bit of an uphill battle for Trevor Lawrence to be out on the field. I'm not saying he's not going to play. I'm just saying he has to get a lot better very quickly in a short week to actually be out on the field. C.J. Beathard suffered a shoulder injury on Sunday, but on Monday, but should be good to go. He would be his backup. Whoever the quarterback is is also going to be without Christian Kirk, their standout receiver. He suffered a core muscle injury on his first catch. His only catch, you're going to see it right here, goes down really a, a, in a lot of pain. He is going to have surgery to repair this core muscle injury. Generally, these injuries are about six to eight weeks of recovery. So let's put him right in the middle. That's how our friend Cam Hayward had core muscle surgery return in seven weeks. Christian Kirk going to go see the same doctor. 
If he is back, that would put him right around the time of the AFC Championship game. If not, then by the Super Bowl, obviously, if the Jacksonville Jaguars are in it. And then I know you guys are going to get to it. Jets quarterbacks, all Jets quarterbacks, they have yet to name a starter, although I would be surprised if it's not. Zach Wilson, who ends up starting today, but uh, starting on, on Sunday, but they made a little quarterback move yesterday. Tim Boyle, who started for them the last couple of days, last couple of weeks, he is out. Brett Rippon, who started for the Rams early in the season, now was on the Seahawks practice squad. He was signed by the Jets. All right, uh, certainly a situation that we have kept our eye on, and we will continue to, Ian, let us know if anything changes. Thank you very much. Talk to you a little bit. Let's stay with the Jets, shall we? And the ongoing discussion about their quarterback room. Aaron Rodgers weighed in on a recent report about Zach Wilson being reluctant to play if the Jets turn back to him as their starter. Again, follow this roller coaster if you dare. Rodgers called that notion an assassination attempt on Zach's character and said leaks like the ones that led to this report are, quote, a problem within the organization and have no place in a winning culture. Mm. Garrett Wilson, wide receiver on the team, joined the insiders yesterday and voiced his support for Zach Wilson. He's always ready to go, and, and he's excited for any opportunity he gets, you know. So with Zach, you know, I have his back 100%. I know everyone on the team feels the same way, and, um, you know, that's how we feel about it. Okay, so there's two takes from two very prominent people within this Jets offense specifically. When you heard Rodgers' uh, defense of Zach Wilson yesterday, when you mm. hear what Garrett Wilson has to say about one of his quarterbacks that he worked with this season, Peter, <laughs> where did your mind go yesterday? They're a 4-8 and eight team. Yeah, go on. Yep. Yesterday afternoon, it's Tuesday afternoon, you've got you know, basically 20 other teams fighting for playoff contention. Yes. Maybe 25 if we're being uh, legitimate. They're a 4-8 and eight team. And on SNY, which is one of the local cable channels here, Joe Beningo is on mm -hmm. because he's a local uh, former radio host and he's talking with the local radio guys who are simulcasted on SNY. And they're talking about his text exchange with Robert Sala and how he misinterpreted a Robert Sala text with him. Okay, that's one thing. <laughs> At the same time, on the Yes Network, which is another cable TV channel here that streams the ESPN radio show mm -hmm. that's locally on with Michael Kay and Don LaGreca. Uh -huh. Diana Rossini from The Athletic is on there clarifying her report, which is a separate story from the Beningo report, talking to those guys. And then I was like, I can't watch this anymore. I'm on television. <laughs> I clicked to ESPN. And there's Rogers <laughs> talking to McAfee and his crew. So at three, surround sound on all the networks is all this discussion about conjecture and misinterpretation and leaks and chicken bleep being said for a 4 and 8 team yeah. that still hasn't mm. named their quarterback mm. for right. this week. I assume they're going to name the quarterback today. Salah's going to address the media at some point today and they'll tell I don't know if the quarterbacks even know. This is where things get hairy in New York. I saw this happen to Adam Gase. Mm. Mm. I saw this happen to Joe Judge. The key is how do you keep it together for the final month of the season? Joe Judge was not was not losing his job until that final few weeks where it just went absolutely off the rails and he lost it and it was like this is the ownership was like, we can't go on with this. They got five games left. They've got five games left. Got to play them. Don't have a quarterback at the moment, as yeah. far as we know. QB one. We'll see how it goes. What was true or what's not true is it's all in the back now. Okay. The truth of the matter is they have to find a way to keep it together and keep it tight and not fall apart because this defense has been amazing. Yeah. The offense has been bad. The offense has been one that I don't know if you put Jake Browning in or if you put Minshew in is going to be much better because mm. the offensive line has been so awful this season because of injury. Yeah. So to me, it's like it's not going to necessarily get better, but how do you keep it together so that the team doesn't start ripping each other from the seams? Yeah. 
Again, quarterback, we'll find out. It's almost inconsequential. It's a 4-8 and eight team. Yeah. The truth is we just don't need to see the Jets fall apart completely, and I'd rather not see local reporters, former radio hosts, this player, that player, all up on the media through the next few weeks because there can only be problems coming if you're talking to all those people all the True. time. Out there. Guess what? The Giants are four and eight. Mm-hmm. Two wins in a row. Tommy DeVito's the quarterback. Yeah. We're not talking about it. Interesting. Good point. I, I, I'm picturing Shregs. I guess the multi view on YouTube TV, and it's like you have all three of them all going yeah. on at the same yeah. time. And to your point, for a four and eight team, we shouldn't be doing all this. And I think to Rogers' point is like this is losing stuff. And the one thing I do know is what losing looks like to be a part of an organization <laughs> that is going through a season like that. And he mentioned leaks and different things coming out. I can remember seeing where we would have guys that would miss curfew and they'd be they'd have to face the consequences of that and the very next day I would go on Twitter and it'd be like so and so missed curfew I'm just like we just had a team meeting about that how in the world is that out in the media already (laughs) so to what Rogers' point is I understand that Zach Wilson being made out to the point that he doesn't want to play and that does as assassination on his character whatever phrase you want to use if you're saying a guy does not want to go in a game and compete with his teammates especially one that is in a position of Zach Wilson. This isn't a veteran that is saying, all right, well, I don't want to play. Zach Ertz was in Arizona, asked for his release to go get a better opportunity elsewhere. Zach Wilson, what what would he have to say, I don't want to play? Fear of injury? Like, you have to go prove yourself. So to Rogers' point, and to anybody, Garrett Wilson, you're going to stand up for your teammate because that being said, is very weird. For me, as a former player, and I know guys in the locker room have this thought too, when reports like that come out, like, you sit there and you wonder, like, Where does this come from? And then where's the confirmation around a report? When somebody maybe says that Zach Wilson doesn't want to play, do you text a Robert Sala? Do you text a Joe Douglas, a position coach? Somebody like, hey, just wondering, any truth to this? Like, before it actually comes out, and now the entire internet. I have friends that are Jets fans, and they're like, dang, you see this? Zach doesn't even want to play. And it's just like, I don't know that that's true. So stuff like this is always, for me as a former player, being in the locker room is very weird because you're like, unless you know Zach, Zach Wilson, how in the world do you know that this guy said he does not want to play? Are you close with Garrett Wilson? And he re- like it's just very weird to me that do you confirm this stuff before it comes out and now everybody's talking about him? We're kind of saying the same things. Like, can you just handle yourself with a little dignity? We're, we're, we're beyond expecting you to score 20 points and throw touchdowns. Like, just don't let it be a complete disaster. It's like you say to your kid, like, just hold it, okay? Can you hold it till we get home? Like, don't mess yourself, all right? Hold it. We're almost home. We're, we have five games left. I don't know if we're almost home, but, like, we're, we're on the Are highway. We there yet? We're, not yet. We ain't there yet, but we're on the highway. When this report came out that Wilson, true or not, didn't want to coke, there was this part of the public that was like, yeah, Zach, screw yeah. them. If they name Wilson the starter today, what a disgusting, gross, in-out, back-and-forth mess this has been. Understand, like, if you're Zach Wilson and they say, Zach, we're going back to you. This is what happened. They went to a party with their girlfriend and they had a big fight. Then they went around the party flirting with every other girl, taking selfies, putting their arm around her, while their girlfriend watched and while everyone watched, and it just didn't work out. And then at the end of the party, they go back to the girlfriend, they're like, should we go home and have some fun? Screw you. What are you talking about? Come, don't come back to me. You benched me. You be- I feel like you benched me two or three times. You just tried out a bunch of other girls that didn't work, and now you're just coming back to me. You don't love me. You don't want. You don't believe in me at all. I get it completely. I think they're going to name Wilson. I do. Yes. I, I, I would think, right? Yeah. I mean, they brought in Brett Rippon. 
that's what they're doing? Who McVay trotted out there for 20 seconds and then cut and said, get out of here, don't even stay in the building? It's nuts. So I'm with you guys. Like, there are some really good teams on these standings right now. Really good. It's 7, 11 a.m., and we're talking about a team that's lost five in a row. Uh, I'm at the end of the year sometimes. You have breakups, you have habits that you quit. Right now, this segment, I'm kind of ready to stop talking about the New York Jets. And it might get just louder, dude. Yeah, yeah. but like, yeah. if they don't win, like, we should be talking about the other teams. I respect the topic, and yeah. it's big in New York and everything. Yeah. Like, right now, what is the date today? December 6th? This should be it, unless they win a game. This is it. Do what, you guys what are we doing? Remember that sweet, sweet Monday morning? The Jets had just beat the Giants in overtime in one of the ugliest yeah. football games you'd ever seen. Yeah. And we said, wow, if the Jets could have paid oh, money to be four and three, wouldn't they be just yeah. like, they would just be doling out the cash. And now they haven't won a game since then. The Jets have lost five straight, and it's not great. They sit at four and eight. And here's what they have to look at down the schedule in December. As Kyle said, there's a lot of good teams there. The AFC East is uncomfortable, especially when you have to go to Miami. You have to play a hot Texans team. You have to play a hot Dolphins team. And the Browns defense, they'll mess you up if you, if you yeah. wait long enough. So... It's, uh, it's not good for the Jets, Peter. It's curious. I, I wasn't expecting, honestly, for you to come out the first thing and say, I look at Sala and I look at how he handles this. And for you to reference Gase and for you to reference yeah. Joe Judge, like that to me, I thought Sala was not this, on the situa part of the situation here. But you're essentially saying that if he's not careful, if this thing really goes awry, that everyone's going to get mm -hmm. looked at. Yeah, I, I don't think – I mean, that's the thing. I think you go for these extreme measures and you're like, wait, can they actually lose their job? No, yeah. I – I think as long as everyone is rational and says, well, the Rodgers situation was was so absurd, four plays into the season, mm -hmm. and Rodgers still has their back, and Rodgers is still coming back, and Woody and Christopher Johnson still have their back, like, I think they're going to be okay. But I have seen things go take crazy yeah. left turns. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the athletic report was one thing, but with the Beningo thing as well, it was like, okay, here's this onslaught of other things. That's not football. Like, that's completely unrelated to football, and that was my point about the New York media. Yeah. People say, it's no different than coaching in Tennessee. It's, a, it, yeah. it, it's not a coincidence that time and time again, coaches come here, and they come here with the same press conference, yeah. and then by the end of it, they look like they've, you know, Obama with the hair. They're just completely, yeah. like, shell-shocked yeah. by it. Even Brian Dable went through it. We had yes. this report from Glazer that, you know, Wink and him aren't getting together, yeah. and that, and it's like... Yeah. No one is immune to the New York media when it starts to go bad. So the key is to stay together here. The point about Zach Wilson, which I think is interesting, like, I, this is not from the Jets, not from, but, like, we've seen quarterbacks in the past just say, like, coach, I'm, I'm good. Like, those, those were usually made men. Yes. yes. Those are quarterbacks, right. like, you know, that have, that have proven that. Said, What's the point of me coming in here? Zach Wilson's 23, still under contract, and is fighting for a career here. Yeah. I, I can't imagine he's coming in and saying, don't play me, coach. I don't know. But we'll see. Yeah. That girlfriend at the end of the night, nobody else wants to take her home. And she doesn't have a place. They're sharing an apartment. So right. Sometimes like, she has to prove, like, hey, I have. So I true. was like, you've been drinking. Give me the keys. I'll drive us home. Like, You're right. Zach's going to be in there. He's got to yeah. go. She could have gone somewhere else, too, but she didn't. She wants to play. Yeah. Right, I get she it. watched it happen. But no. Do you think less of him if he does say that? I mean, I'm not doubting that. If he says, I don't want to go. Today, anywhere. they say, you're starting. And he says, you know what? I'm good. You can't. Because yeah. Where do you go from there? Even if, like, you know, you're trying to prove something moving forward. The most interesting part of the Jets and what the, is the Hackett piece. Mm. Because yeah. the offense is unbelievably, unbelievably bad no matter who the quarterback is. And then you're like, are you going to just keep Hackett around for Rodgers next year? Because that's the reason he's there to begin with. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We've kind of passed that, like, prime uh, releasing coaches window yes. this yeah. season. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Now you're almost reaching that part about just let him just finish, finish out the season. Yeah. Like, we've we passed that. The McDaniel's. Air and all that. Mm -hmm. Like, I think this is where they write out with the question is who they bring back.
Absolutely. Uh, so the Saturday Showdown is a week from Saturday, and you can see it exclusively on NFL Network. It's uh, December 16th. Game day kickoff begins at 10 a.m. Eastern. Vikings-Bengals will be your first game of the day, 1 p.m. Eastern. Then it's Steelers-Colts at 4. Wrapped up your day with Broncos-Lions. Great game exclusively right yeah. here on NFL Network and NFL Plus. What's still to come on our show today? Is the MVP award really in reach for Tyree Kill this season? Is it? Do we go there? Kyle has a stipulation, 2,000 yards in 16 games. I want him to get the record in 16, because if he gets it in 17, Lions fans are saying he had an extra game with Calvin Johnson, blah, 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 blah. I'm rooting for Sounds it. Sounds like a good what's your beef set. Interesting. We have another one today that okay. might light you up. Which players do you want to see light it up in week 14? Pick one player in the NFL, and he can have a huge game. We'll do it right after this. Whiteboard Wednesday, undefeated segment. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Defeated segment number two of the week, Whiteboard Wednesday. When asked about Jake Browning, obviously has to be the first one for Whiteboard Wednesday. When asked about Jake Browning's big performance in their win over the Jaguars on Monday night, Bengals head coach Zach Taylor told reporters, quote, he just lit the world on fire. Mm -hmm. The player that you would like to see light the world on fire, and I just really hope somebody writes Zach Wilson. I don't know why. Maybe I will. In week 14 is just to kind of make it interesting. All right, the guy I'm going with is the first overall pick <laughs> Let's go. in this year's draft. I want Bryce 
Young to light the world on fire. I'm looking on Twitter. You got people out there showing all of his best roles from this past game. It has been very rough in Carolina, Frank. Reich has been fired. There's been a lot of different things. His quarterback coach, Josh McCown, has been fired. There's so much going on, and C.J. Stroud is having such a wonderful year. Bryce Young has been running for his life. Uh, Adam Thielen's been his number one target. He's been able to get the ball to him. But we haven't had those moments. They were able to beat the Texans and C.J. Stroud earlier in the season. But I want Bryce Young to come out and throw for 400 yards, have four touchdowns, and have one hell of a day. So on a Monday, we can come in here and be like, my goodness, can you see this, Bryce Young? The future is bright in Carolina. Okay. They just have to find a way to fix everything else everything around else. him. His parents were at a game with all Alabama gear yeah, on. I, I want them that. to be proud to rock some Panthers gear. I want Bryce Young to have okay, a day. that's hopeful. Well, that's yeah. a special thing. I'm going to give you something that might be a little more realistic. Oh, Peter. <laughs> I'm going with Tyreek Hill. And I want to see Tyreek continue this thing. I'm having fun with it. Like, at this point, let's embrace it. He has been magnificent, and every team knows you have to stop him, and yet he has been a code buster for everyone. He just is able to go and do it regardless. And now you add in the Hard Knocks thing, which I was watching last night. They have a fun team. I can't hide it. Like, it is fun watching these guys. The wide receivers room is great. He's talking about the celebration during the game. They're having a blast. They play the Titans on Monday Night Football. Titans lost a tough one at home to the Colts last week. How are they going to respond? I don't know. But national TV, Joe and Troy, I think, are on this one. It could be Orlovsky and those guys. Because mm. I know there's two Monday Night yeah. games. I gotta check my grid. Um, Tyreek Hill, <laughs> this is my guy right now. I'm enjoying this. Broadcast grid. It is really fun. I like the teams that have been on a bye, come back to visit. Sure. And I'm gonna say right here, number one for the nice. Chicago Bears, okay. Justin Fields. It is Bears-Lions this weekend. The Bears have five games left in their season. They're four and eight. I feel like Justin Fields has five games left in his demo reel, his audition. He is. I think he's playing for his future. When he's on, he is one of the most exciting players in the league. I still don't know what the Bears are going to do with the quarterback position moving forward. Unless Jason's wish comes true and uh, Bryce Young turns into Dan Marino this weekend, I, I think the Panthers are going to give the Bears the number one overall pick. I really do. They're going to be sitting there at the number one overall pick and being like, no quarterback, no. We will stick with Justin, and then we will extend him. Like, Guys, he's done a lot of losing, and not all his fault. I would like to see him go on a tear to finish this season. It starts this weekend with Detroit. Justin Fields, number one off the bye. I'm with you on the teams coming back from the bye. It feels like it's been a minute since we've seen the Bills and sure. the Ravens and the Bears. But let's talk about those Tyree Kill Dolphins, shall mm -hmm. we? Amongst the many Dolphins highlights on Sunday, one of the best moments came after a Tyree Kill TD. It was the roller coaster touchdown celebration. Well choreographed, well executed. Props to those guys. Speaking of, the craziest amusement park experience of your life, oh, Peter, man. talk to us. 1989. 173-foot-tall <laughs> oh, right roller coaster opened at Six Flags Great oh. Adventure. Six Flags Great Adventure was in Jackson, New Jersey. I grew up in Freehold, about five minutes away, and looming like it was... You know, the Vegas skyline to me was this roller coaster being built. It was called the Scream Machine. Mm -hmm. Machine, right? I was a mere seven, eight year old boy, but I always wanted to go on the Scream Machine. Sure. I couldn't, I wasn't tall enough. I finally get to the height, I get right up there. And of course, there was a young lady that I was trying to probably impress, like every TV movie or whatever yeah, you've seen. Big. Hey, Shrake. Get up there, you know? What's it called? My Riz? I was getting it out there. I go on. Roller coaster and, Riz. And I'm holding this young lady's hand. Oh. We get right up to the very front. And I nearly peed my pants. I said, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know what it is. And she looked at me, she's like, let's just go. 
not on the roller coaster. Did the entire thing. I rode on that scream machine 11 times in a row that day. The scream machine is the greatest memory I have from an amusement park, and it was the first time I conquered my fear of heights and said, let's go, let's conquer this thing. 173 feet tall, 1989, the tallest and fastest looping roller coaster in the world. I conquered it, and that day, I became a man. Wow. I thought you were going to say the first time you held a girl's hand. I was, yeah, uh, yeah that that's, was that's where I was. Peter, you ever see Fear too. with Mark Wahlberg? Oh, yeah. It's a hell of a movie. I thought you were going to go that route. No, I thought you were going to go Action Park. No, Come Action on. Park, I couldn't have Can we talk about that? Oh, my uh, goodness. Lost some friends there. Yeah. You talk about amusement park. Just <laughs> uh, talk about amusement park. I want to talk to you about what the craziest time I've had at an amusement park. I don't need to whiteboard for this. Oh, that, Animal Kingdom. Yes. How many kids is that? At Disney, there are nine kids in that. Two of them are infants, six of them under the age of six, that oh. is three families. Is this that the is the Cannon family. Oh I'm my God! <laughs> That is, I, I'm not, I am not responsible for all nine kids. That is myself and my family, my brother Devin and his family, and Lawrence Guy and his family. Oh. We have a wife that is pregnant as well. Mm. Dev was grumpy as hell the entire trip. Uh. Lawrence Guy was too big to fit on any of the rides, <laughs> so his wife was oh. yelling at him because he couldn't get on the rides. And you're just dealing with so much for the entire day. We did three parks in one day, and yes. Dev complained about Impressive. it the entire time. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I said to my wife after, the next time we go to Disney, it will just be our family. Our kids are the oldest. Nine kids at Disney. That was the wildest experience. Wild. It's tough. And you're at Animal Kingdom, which is probably the fourth out of the four major parks. Yes. In <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, the Everest ride is great, and the Avatar yeah. stuff sort of works. I also have a Disney one. I've never had a moment. Roller coaster is just not something I'm afraid yeah. of. I can handle them. There's other you things can do I'm afraid it. of. I can do it all. I can go in the front. I put my hands up the whole time. With one exception, at the Disney parks, the Tower of Terror oh, ride, oh. which has been rebranded for Guardians of the Galaxy in uh, California, but it's still at Twilight Zone in Florida. Yes. You go up in this giant high rise, and it's just a broken elevator. And yep. it just drops and drops and drops. And I won't do it. I'm terrified I won't do it. My seven-year-old daughter challenges me. says, I want to do it. Come with me. Oh. Come with me. So I had to go on this with Evelyn. 2023, on the Tower of Terror, with Evelyn on the left, me on the right, Look at completely one. terrified. I hate that ride. I, I feel like a two-year-old. I'm crying, I'm wetting myself. I can't handle it. That was this summer. Evelyn's got her eyes closed. She wanted I, to do it? She wanted, she wanted it. to do it again when so we got off. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't do it. Oh. I, I turned into a complete weakling. That is my my Achilles heel, the Tower of Terror, or the Guardians of the Galaxy, it doesn't matter. Florida, California can't do it. I would go on that ride tw 20 times with Evelyn. I love that ride. Really? There are I people love who it. get after it on that I ride. I love it. It's so good. No one wanted to say. Stuff yeah. I don't want. Mine was going to be drinking the world at Epcot. That's a ride oh, well, in yeah, and of sure. itself. Oh, yeah, the Violet Saki in Japan. Like, you're about halfway there and you're not even done yet. Harvard University. Announced it will be offering an English course focused on Taylor Swift starting this spring, right. of course, because she's a lyricist. It's beautiful. The course you wish they would have offered when you were in college, Peter, would be? I, I wish they would teach it now, too. Common decency 101. <laughs> we lost our way as a culture. Go on. Sure. I'm talking about airplane etiquette, as always. Yeah. I sat next to a guy this week. Oh, boy. Fly to L.A. This guy gets on. Immediately takes the shoes off. Mm -hmm. Immediately, not even a consideration. He's right next oh, to me. No, Just no. immediately, shoes, socks, everything, bare feet, mm -hmm. out, okay? Mm -hmm. Then he starts to watch a movie, mm -hmm. but decides he's gonna take a little nappy poo during okay. the movie. Okay. This man snores <laughs> like a bear. So now you're shoeless, sockless, bare feet out. You're watching the movie next to me. We're not bedmates by any means. Yeah. And you're cuddled up in your and you're snoring, 
and then comes some drool. So I look next to me, I, I, the flight attendant comes by, and, now, and I just said, I said, what do you do with this? What do you do with this? And she goes, oh, you don't even know. Yeah. I see way That's more. nothing. That's nothing. Then the gentleman gets up, gets up into the aisle, barefoot, Ooh. walks to the laboratory, Ooh. barefoot, uh-huh. uses the laboratory. I didn't hear any sink. No washing hands. Comes back, and instead of saying, sir, can I get it? Decides he's going to yep. climb over me. He's dragging his With his bare face. feet. I, went, I didn't want to have like one of the airport incidents. I thought you would. I thought, you know, like the guy in the United Flight. <laughs> sir, sir. Right. So I just used this third oh. question to tell that story. Common decency 101. We've lost our way, Jamie. The climbing over is inhumane. He took his <laughs> socks off, too? That is. Socks went off. to the back. I thought men just did that to women to like make you feel uncomfortable and like to, but like it happens to you, too, Peter. I, to be climbed Actually, over. it's crazy to think that men would do it. To, they do. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, oh, they yeah, love yeah. it. It's they a do. great, they, they think it. it's a great move. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Professor Schrager, Common Decency 101. <laughs> well, I'm not a big Harvard guy. Yeah. I could, but I could, see you, I could see you teaching that with emotion and passion. Yeah. I'm going with, give me a class when I was in college. Oh, nice. 80s yeah. and 90s rock and roll. At that time, I would not have known that it would have paid off. But you have sometimes <laughs> classes that you just need to take to fulfill a credit. But now, in this seat, in this moment, I realize the importance it would have had. There's times that on the back end of this table, Jamie and myself were sitting here and Peter and Kyle are going on and on about something. On. And something comes up, like yesterday, Weezer. I'm like, okay. I'm not quite sure. I'm not familiar with their work. But had I taken this 80s, 90s rock and roll class, I would have known about Nirvana. I would have been an expert in Metallica. <laughs> I would have known about all of these bands that Kyle talks about. Yeah. So 80s and 90s rock and roll, if I had it, I could have taken We're it. We're kind of taking it now every day with these. Yeah. Yeah, too. Like now at yeah. this point, I just say the word Pantera. I'm not sure <laughs> if it's great. a song it's awesome. or an artist, but oh, I just yes. yeah. I just know to say it minutes Motley before Crew. Angry Run. And how did we respond? Yeah. 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 Molly Crew could have been Christmas, but you know they were supposed to be called Christmas. Well, yeah. You know what? I, you know what's so obnoxious about it, Jason too is when you don't say you don't know something like Weezer, we're like, oh yes you do, yes you do. And then the commercial <laughs> play the they song. play the songs. You know this one is I never heard no, this about. Yes you have. We insist that you have. But it goes both ways. You taught me about Drew Hill. I thought Drew Hill was a human being because. It's a human being's name. Yeah. Apparently, it's a neighborhood that they yeah. grew up in. That's great. Uh, this is one for everybody. I think this should be mandatory. Taxes 101. Yeah. It's not a fun class, but you yeah. show up freshman year. I don't, listen, I don't know anything about how to do taxes. <laughs> I, I, I pay someone I to do it. I know. Slow down here. You don't need anyone looking into it. <laughs> it's fine. Go ahead. You know, it's probably a good idea for you. I pay a professional to coming. do it. Believe me, I don't do it myself. There's a meme that I always love. That, that, like, good thing we didn't learn anything about taxes, but then they'll do this. Guys, what, what shape is this? What shape is a that? A parallelogram. Right? It's a parallelogram. I think it's a square. There, no, no, the square is up. Remember, because they're parallel. There's a meme that's always like, thank God I learned about parallelograms and not taxes. It's really come in handy this parallelogram season. I like that. It's like, I, I could tell you a lot about the Canterbury Tales. Yeah. Every Chaucer season, it kills. But when it comes time to do taxes, I, I just I just push everything in some dumb Manila yep. folder. And it's like, please yep. don't get me arrested or anything like that. Yep. I know nothing. It's funny. The War of 1812 doesn't come up every April 15th. It should. Oh. But the taxes do. It should. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, Even in, in 2012, the 200-year anniversary, you didn't get at anything <laughs> about that. But every April, just basic taxes so I don't break out in hives every single year. Everything, it's draft season. I like that everyone kind of went basic. One came up. You guys remember recently there were some celebrities who were like, 
like thinking it was great to say like, I don't bathe every day. Like I, I was that Gyllenhaal or was Jill that? Um, I thought it was one of Orlovsky. the Ryans. Uh, Orlovsky said it yeah, too. Like it became it really trendy for like a week to pool. say like I pick and choose the days. Like let's not. Let's just 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 shower every yeah. like every day. Every other day, but every day, every day, every, you day, every, wash, day. Every, every day, you should wash some part of your body that you should have a self-awareness of. Every that um, every day, just take care of it. It's a one-on-one thing. It's a, it kind of falls under common decency. Yeah. That would probably be on Peter's syllabus. Uh, taxes could also be in common, like just smarts. Like cologne counts as washing. It does right? not count as washing. <laughs> That's I know. What, what are you talking about? It's yeah. a shower. There's, there's like I a, sit on this side. A, a <laughs> right. There's a movement with the with the pediatricians. You don't have to bathe your babies every day. No, when you have stuff going up your yeah. back. You do bathe them every day. Like, Definitely. Just every day. Just learn the lesson from an early on standpoint. Parallelograms. That's Coming right. up, week 14. Kicks off no. night in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Got me started on rhombuses. It's the... Rhombus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you tell that? We're going to preview that matchup. The Mike Tomlin, Bill Belichick, TJ Watt, Juwan Bennett. Juwan Bentley. 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 Juwan Bentley. Yeah. Come on. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. All right, this is very, very special. Our next guest was just nominated for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award. He's won a Super Bowl. He's a nine-year NFL veteran. Please welcome Falcons punter Bradley Pinion. What's, What's up, up Bradley? Bradley? How are you, man? What's up, everybody? Good to be back. <laughs> it is so good to see you back, especially with the news that we're leading with. You get your second 
nomination for Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, the most prestigious award in all the NFL. You were nominated years ago with a different organization, and here you are again. How's it feel? What's it like to be nominated a second time? Is this different the second time around? Just how are things with you right now? It's really cool. Yeah, it's still as surreal as the first time, honestly. Um, it's an honor that you don't ever like really set out for. It's just you go try to do um, the best you can with the platform you're given, and then when a team nominates you, it's it's surreal in the the video that they did and kind of how they set it up made it even better. It totally caught me off guard. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Um, but it, it almost brought me to tears. And uh, it was, it's just, a, I mean, all the glory to God, honestly. It's just a super cool honor. Well, it's well-deserved because of everything that you've done. You were hanging out with us in August, and you were reflecting back on a once-in-a-lifetime trip that you took to Tanzania back in March with an organization called Compassion International. When you reflect back on that trip, now that you are a Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee, and I'm sure that you have hopes and dreams of moving this organization forward, what are the goals here for you in terms of exposure with this organization? Yeah, no, that trip kind of queued up everything that we've done this year with Punts for Purpose. It's actually the hat I'm wearing. It's kind of the little logo we created. Um, but Punts for Purpose is every punt inside the 20. We're donating, my wife and I, money to Compassion. Um, actually, this week, um, this game, we have 12 punters all across the NFL that have joined in and kind of tagged along and doing it also. So um, kind of call it the Punt for Purpose week and um, trying to make the biggest impact that we can. And it all started on this trip in Tanzania. We saw the the need that these moms and babies um, are in. I mean, four million babies die every year. Um, a, million of the, a million of those are on their first day of birth. And then there's 830 moms that die um, during childbirth every year. So it's just a huge need all across the world. And uh, my wife and I just want to do our part in helping Compassion um, combat that. It's so great. The punt for purpose. I love that you guys around the league, no matter what uniform they're wearing, all the punters have come together and said, hey, let's let's join arms on this or join mm -hmm. legs in this case. I mm -hmm. appreciate that. We started the show with New York Jets talk because we're in New York and it's a big story here. Falcons beat the Jets. Yep. And the Falcons are now in first place in the NFC South. And you guys have six wins. You had seven wins all of last season. It's been up and down this year, but it kind of feels like the Falcons have turned the corner what do you think of the squad this season and as we move forward into the final month of the year? Man, I love this team. We don't ever give up. We have the fight. Um, we have the guys in the locker room. We have the veterans. We have the young talent, obviously, in Bijan and Drake and all these young guys that are just studs. And, I mean, it might be a little biased, but I think we have one of the best special teams units in the NFL, too. So, I mean, we, ha we have all it takes to win, and we're finally figuring out how to do that. A lot of times in the NFL, it's just figuring out how to win and figuring out how to win the last few minutes of a game. Um, and we're, we're doing that right now, and it feels good. There's a good vibe in the locker room, good vibe in the facility, and we got a um, good leader at the helm. So we're, we're rocking and rolling and making a little, hopefully making a little playoff push and uh, seeing what we can do. You guys definitely are. And Bradley, I want to say congrats again for the Walter Payton Man of the Year nomination. The work you're doing with Compassion is awesome. And for anybody out there, you can get involved too. Bradley went to Tanzania, but you can go on and you can adopt a kid to support. It's an amazing, amazing thing. I do it with my kids and they have somebody that they're looking at that's the same age, same birthday as them and they get a chance to connect and be able to see how somebody else is living. So yeah. congratulations wow. on that. It's an awesome thing that you're doing. And Bradley, Thank I you. want to take you back a few years ago and I want to talk to you about that Super Bowl with the Bucks, And I want to specifically talk about a video of you celebrating on a boat okay. during a parade. And 
You launched this thing up there and you posted <laughs> and you say this was your Tom Brady impersonation. Now, recently, Brady came out and said that the league is different, is not as talented, the different things huh. going on. Awesome. Bradley, do you believe that you're what's missing at the quarterback position as we watch <laughs> backup quarterbacks around the league? Do they just need to sign you to punt and be able to get back there and take a snap? Oh, God, no. That was probably the best <laughs> throw. What, what's not shown is this is probably like take three of this, trying yeah. to get it up. I think that's Vita <laughs> up there. I'm trying to get it up to Vita. But no, that was a that was an epic day. Um, and it just, winning the Super Bowl is, I mean, it's so hard to do. There's so many factors that go into it. And that was just kind of the icing on the cake was the boat parade. And um, the, that moment with the teammates and the staff, I mean, it's a moment you never forget. That was take three. So what does that mean? There's two dents in that yacht from the first two throws? What are we talking about? Must be on a boat so much bigger. a broken window, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're right. That would come later. It's so cool that you join us. It's not the first time. It's not the last time. Congrats again on the nomination. And congrats on all the cool things the Falcons are doing. Yes, One awesome. of the really great yep. teams. Bradley Pinion, you're the man. Thank you so much. Appreciate y'all. Absolutely. Stay healthy, man. All right, coming up, the Dolphins sit atop the AFC. Are they the scariest team in their conference right mm. now? We're going to discuss top of the top. Okay. Dolphins. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order.